Welcome to the latest edition of Say What? what? I'm your host, Laura Thornquist, and here with me is my co-host, Julie Williams. So good to have you back. It's very good to be back. So we are thrilled to have you with us today as well because we are addressing power outages. Yuck. They're the worst, really. Mm -hmm. And you really don't realize how much you depend on electricity until it's unexpectedly off. You know, the refrigerator, Wi-Fi, garage door. Oh, the garage door. It's like, how do I get this thing open? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's little things. And then it's all dark and quiet. Indeed. (laughs) And it's just, don't even get me started about the air. Um, And unfortunately, (laughs) a lot of what we have been taught to do during those times during a power outage can actually be quite dangerous. Mm. Um, So today we've decided to um, share with you a few things to avoid. And you might be surprised to know that some of these things are really quite common and a little scary. It is very scary. So let's start off with um, candles, right? Mm. I mean, you don't think about it. Who does not love a candle at dinner? Indeed. Perfect. I love candles. But using candles as a light source could prove to be quite dangerous if you actually put some thought to it it makes a lot of sense not only is it a fire hazard uh you know you could trip over the candles but they typically just aren't a good light source if you think about it right especially just one which is why you light seven that's exactly right and that's why it's romantic well children and pets of course they can easily knock them over and you know the candle holders they can get really hot if you know you leave them burning for too long so Here's some alternatives. Consider using LED lanterns as they're an affordable and safe solution. They offer really reliable light source and they often, uh, they're bright enough to light an entire room instead of that one little candle right. that's burning your hand. That you're walking from room to room <laughs> with. Right. And making faces. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> You might also want to stash flashlights. That's one thing that I do uh, in strategic areas around the home. Um, Be sure, though, to test them throughout the year to ensure the batteries are still working. That's one thing I don't do. So I have, like, flashlights stashed strategically, like... uh, in the garage and upstairs, right. but I never check the batteries. So my guess is they're probably rusted. Yeah. I was just about to say, I, I always have one like in the nightstands by the bed, just in case oh, yeah. there's something occurs and you like have to get to another place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't checked batteries in a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, now here's another big one is leaving electronics plugged in. So this is one that's oftentimes forgotten because you really should unplug everything um, before a storm hits if you can, um, because lightning strikes can cause massive surge and can really damage your equipment. But if you don't see that the power outage is coming, you don't know how bad the storm's going to be. Even once it's out, taking plugs out around the house could still offer some protection against the electrical surge of the power coming back on. So to avoid damage, you can also install a surge protector in an electrical panel or plug all of your sensitive electronics into surge protectors, power strips, things. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, fun fact about power strips. I had, um, after the hurricane, um, I had several... uh, outages and you know it oh, was yeah. coming back on and off and I was having weird trouble with my cable and the guy who came out to fix the box said I'm gonna try this and he replaced the power strip that everything was plugged into and he said it did its job and so it's just not working as well it anymore. fried out and I was like mm-hmm. that genius so my surge protector did not do its job uh, and it blew out my receiver oh. yeah that was awful yeah. but but again I learned a lot from that and I I do unplug everything yeah it's, and especially if it's you know an expensive thing that you're going to replace. Yeah, that was not not fun to replace. For sure. Yeah. All right. So with all Mm -hmm. that said, though, you need to always keep one lamp plugged in during a power outage. You want to know why? 
Because how are you going to know if the electricity turned back on, right? Exactly. <laughs> Especially in the dark. <laughs> Duh. Okay, another one. Don't assume that everyone in your area is without power. You know, again, there's some common sense things that don't make sense until you're like, oh, no kidding. Because here's the deal. Check your circuit breaker first. Don't assume, first of all, that everybody has it out. So go check your circuit breaker to make sure the outage wasn't caused by an overloaded circuit. Then just simply look outside. (laughs) See if the street (laughs) lights are on, you know, or see uh, if the neighbor's lights are on or off. Reach out to friends and neighbors nearby to see if they're experiencing the outage. Again, some common sense things that you just just don't think about because you're kind of like, ah, I have no electricity, right? Right. Um, also remember, most communities operate on a grid system. And although you may have lost power, the houses across the street could still have it. So again, it's another common sense thing. It's like, well, okay, their lights are on, mine's off. So it's just my problem. Well, no, look to the people next to you. Right. I, I, again, there's there's no easy solution to it, but it's, it's things that you need to think about. Uh, if there is an outage, okay, call your TDU. What's TDU? Transmission and Distribution Utility. For example, in Houston, that is Centerpoint or Dallas, it's Encore. The TDUs also have power outage maps that you can refer to as well online. I love those. It's a handy-dandy tool, and it lets me know that I'm not insane, that I'm not the only one without power. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm not alone. And it helps you avoid waiting on hold. If, if you know, you can see your area has already been identified, then... Um, yeah, and you it's don't also, need to- right. It's also a pretty good indicator of how long something um, might be out, how big of a problem it might be, which, you know, if you have to decide, do I sit here and wait or... Do I drive Get a hotel room. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Now on to your refrigerator. You should not open and close your refrigerator. You need to leave it closed. Um, I can't do this. I know, right? (laughs) Just it'll it'll allow things to stay colder longer. Um, Then it will prevent food from spoiling. um, And also it can um, give you a chance to have, you know, less clean up and fixing once things are over because if it's not a long outage then your right. food can I mean stay safe for at least four hours mm-hmm. if you keep that refrigerator closed and an efficient freezer can keep safe for up to two days um, depending so also if your power goes out here's another tip during warmer temperatures try wrapping your refrigerator in blankets hmm for an extra layer of, you know, insulation. Insulation. Right. It makes total sense. A little challenging to figure out how to get it stuck all on All the there. way around. Kinda, yeah. Kind of seems like <laughs> a lot of did. effort. But right. again, I understand. I mean, <laughs> we're just giving you tips. We're not saying you have to do it. But right. There of course. Now, here's an interesting side note, fun fact, whatever. Food in a full freezer will stay good for at least 48 hours. Did you know that? I did not. Mm-hmm. 48 hours. But that number drops to 24 hours for a half full freezer. Do you know why? Um, it's, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think about it this way. Your ice and frozen food are like ice packs, insulating the entire freezer so the unit doesn't have to waste energy cooling empty space. That makes makes perfect sense. Right. Again, it's just, if you don't think about it. Right. Anyway. So if you don't have a full freezer, put water bottles in it and let it freeze. You can even take gallon sized freezer bags to fill them up with water and then just put them in there as well. They will fill up any space as well. I have done that in the past, actually. That is very logical. I like that a lot. But that's because I didn't have ice. Right. <laughs> but also, you don't like, especially even if even if you're going to get rid of the food because you're you're a little worried about it after. Yeah. You don't want you know if you have there's the garage freezer is where all the fish is stored. So like Ooh. that. Mm-mm. 
That it, we're not letting that thaw. Stinky. That's not happening. Um, okay, now pipes. You don't oh. want to let your pipes get too cold. So with power outages during winter mo- months, <laughs> there's a danger <laughs> that there's your pipes too. <laughs> uh, during the winter, <laughs> there's a danger that your pipes could burst when the water inside them starts to expand as it freezes. So while the newer and more recently updated homes are probably really well insulated. You say that, but I have a brand new home and literally no, it's it's not. So oh. it's not as insulated as I was told it was. That, yeah, yeah. that's unfortunate. Um, or if it's not, or it's an older <laughs> home, then you really need to check your pipes, wrap them, especially any part with foam. And, and you should do this probably during the winter just to be safe anyway. So if that's already done, that's something that you may not have to worry about. But, um, you know, towels, old blankets, you know, mm-hmm. and if you're worried, you can keep a small stream of water running to reduce the chance that, you know, it might freeze up on you. My mom's from Missouri and she does that all of the time. Like she's got water just dripping all the time. Yes. <laughs> she's just convinced that her pipes are going to freeze. Well, and I, so I will sometimes, you know, open up the cabinets to let more heat Warm get air. in. That's right. Um, That's smart. Yeah, because I can't sleep with the drip. I can't. Oh, so, you can. So, and that's when you're most nervous. Is that so? Do you're you need like asleep. white noise when you're sleeping? <laughs> yes. Are you a white noise girl? I, yes. Fan? And I have four fans. Oh, oh, oh okay, white noise yes. girl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we just went off total tangent there. Sorry. But hey, here's another tip. Do not let your phone die. When you can't watch TV, um, what do we do? Get out the phone. We get on, we want to play on our phone. But, uh, you know, it may seem like the only option, but it's probably not your smartest option. You're going to want to save the battery or at least have a portable phone charger handy and make sure that one's charged too. Right. So that you have battery life in case of an emergency. So it's just kind of good common sense. We suggest you shut down most of your apps too and then dim the backlight to preserve the battery. To cure boredom, hey, here's a thought. Bring out some board games or maybe even cards and have some good family quality time. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Make make good use of it. It's, That's a, right. it's like a stolen moment. You can maybe have some fun. But you can drive one another crazy. Indeed. Again, I was at Missouri. This was a Missouri outage. We were out for a week and a half. So we were by the fireplace and, uh, oh, I, I, I was about to kill my family at that point. Yeah. And you, I, I know they were about to kill me. I was a kid and I was bored. Right. I, I think extended periods of not being able to be entertained is, <laughs> it was is, bad. is a bit of a challenge. It was for bad. sure. Yeah. Okay. So you should focus on keeping yourself cool and comfortable first. So whether the lights go out in the middle of a hot summer day or during the winter on a blistery night, without the use of your AC or your heater, you'll no doubt be feeling the weather. But be smart about it. You know, change your clothes. Dress in... The, Carry your candle to the closet. Um, (laughs) Flashlight. Your lantern, yes. Um, You know, dress in lightweight clothing. Um, Maybe crack open the windows, close blinds to avoid, you know, um, letting in extraneous sunlight. Um, If it's chilly outside, bundle yourself up. Get an extra pair of socks on. Keep your body warm. Um, You might also block poorly insulated windows or door frames. That's a good idea. Keep the draft Um, out. Yes. And be sure to close doors to unoccupied rooms so that you're keeping, you know, the heat where you will be spending the majority of your time. You might also warm up with the fireplace if you have one, but avoid using a gas oven for heat because that will be 
um, it'll emit dangerous fumes. So, bad news. Yeah, yep, bad for news. sure. <clears throat> so, of course, most of us are probably extremely guilty of doing some of these things that we've mentioned on this list, but we really hope that we were able to shed some light on some potential safety hazards and provide you with efficient alternatives so that even during a power outage, you can still live your brightest life. So what are some things you and your family do to keep yourself cool during power outages? Drop them below in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. And as always, be cool, stay kind, and do great things. It's the Ogre Way. 